we're kicking off a brand new series today, and we're excited about this series. As Jordan probably said at the beginning, I wasn't listening to him, um, that, that we've been praying about this and thinking about this for many, many months here, and I just think it's going to be a, a great series for us, and we are honored to get to, to kick it off today. We're talking about chasing God's heart, and that last song we sang is one of my favorite songs, is just how God pursues us, and we talk about that here all the time about how God pursues us, wants us in a relationship, no matter where we've been, no matter what we've done, no matter what state we are in right now, God wants a relationship with us, and he pursues us, and, and no matter what it takes. But there's a secondary part of that, and that's us chasing him and figuring out who, what, what his heart is and, and how that applies to us and how that changes us. So I think it's just going to be amazing. And today we're going to be talking about uh, chasing God's heart for humility. And there's all kinds of places in the Bible that... Uh, oh, for sure. And I mean, just if just re- looking at Jesus and just watching him through his entire ministry here on earth, he was, he was humble in every single thing he said and did from washing the disciples' feet. Exactly. Or there were times when the disciples were like stressing over which would be greatest. And he's like, hold on a minute here. And he was t- constantly teaching them about, about yes. humility and, and how it's, it's, you know, it's not about how great you're going to be. It's how much you can serve, you know. Right. And the, the first will be last. The last will be first. Mm. And it's just, it's just amazing. And, and as you watch through scripture, um, how Jesus interacted, it was all a, a lesson to us about mm-hmm. humility. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that gets in the, in the way of humility. Is the P word, pride. The pride, exactly. <laughs> and, and so we're going to jump right into a, a verse. I, I love this verse. Proverbs 16, 18 says this, Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to look up the word haughty because I had no idea what it, it meant. You don't usually use that I, word. And it's not one of those in my vocabulary. <laughs> of course, there's a lot of those. But, but really, basically what it means is, is arrogance. And I thought, man, that, that's, you know, a feeling of superiority or even disdain for others. And I'm thinking that's, you know, that's the culture we are living in, you know. And so, you know, I was supposed to actually teach on this whole thing about humility and pride. And I realized that I really don't struggle with pride. And, and so... And so I brought Kim up here because she does. And uh, I'm, Truth. I, I'm very proud of being humble. <laughs> he was so excited to share that joke. Yeah, you been... know, it didn't go very good, but that's all right. <laughs> no. I didn't even get a clap on that one. But, no, 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 no. It, it, it is. And, and you know, the, the cool thing is we've been actually talking about this, and we thought this was the best way to process this. It's actually, that's what we're going to do is process this whole thing because it's right. something we all struggle with. Right. And, and so one thing that you came up with, and I, and I love this statement, is humility is the glue that holds relationships close. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think it's been, it's been a journey for me. Exactly. It's been a journey for me, and it's one that it's not something, although as, as humans we all want a quick fix, it has not been a quick fix, and it hasn't, and it won't continually be completely fixed until I see Jesus face to face. But I'm, I've been on this journey over the past year and a half where I've about a year and a half ago, I sat down and I just did one of those inventory checks that I've realized we need to do sometimes with God and go, okay, what's going on in me? Because I, I was struggling with some things and what's really at the root of it, what's going on? And he quickly let me know that it was pride. Right. And I said, okay, then show me. And I honestly thought, <laughs> this is prideful, that I honestly thought it wasn't that big of a deal. I thought, okay, well, there's a few things, you know, I'm sure. There's some things I think something or I say something, 
But Brad, it showed up in like almost every area of there, were, there were times you would come and, and have conversations with us, some of the staff, and say, here's just what God is showing me. And yeah. it, it all boils down to pride. And, and that's what I love when you said about holding relationships close. It's, it's a relationship with you and God and yes. even each other yes. when we're dealing with this whole pride thing. Yes. And, and I don't want to gloss over what you said there because I think it is so crucial because when we're talking about chasing after God, we have got to get to a place, because it's very easy to keep a superficial relationship with him. Oh, that's you know, the most easy. You come to church, you know, you do your thing, you, you pray a little bit, you read a little bit, you think everything is good. But you asked the hard question, and, and you said, root out anything in me. Yeah, that That's when you know that you're starting to get serious about your relationship with God. When you are willing to say, okay, God, I am willing to listen to a point of whatever it is, Root it out and show me. And that's exactly what happened in, yeah. in, in and, this time. And another piece of that whole journey was me sitting there and sitting in it. Because you can hear from God and you can hear either through his word or through a song or through someone else or, or even like in your heart. And you know it's there, but you can just push it aside. But to actually sit in it, I was face to face with the ugliness of it, and it sickened me. It really did. I mean, too many times you can go, you know, murder sickens me, or abuse sickens me, or whatever, but I was sickened with the sin of pride in my life. Right. Over and over and over again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. yeah. and, and, and again, we, we talk about that. We you know we all struggle with pride in one way or the other, and, right. and here's what I have found, and this is true with about anything, is that it's so easy to see in others. You Always. see the pride and the arrogance and the disdain for others and other people. But to see it in myself is, is, is a challenge sometimes. And that's with any sin. It's very easy to, to look at others and be judgmental and saying, well, why are they doing this? Why are they living this way? Because right. it's blatant to us. But for some reason, it's so hard for us uh, to see it in, in ourselves. And one of the things that you said that really caught my attention um, a few weeks ago was, was you said that you believe at the, the bottom of every sin is pride. Yeah. Unpack that a little bit. Yeah, I totally do. Because the enemy wants us to keep focused on ourselves. And he uses it in, in ways that we don't even realize it. And, and so he hides it from us. And then again, like you said, Brad, he opens it up and, and it, he makes it, he magnifies it in other people. And so he, he even, he even, he hides it so much that we don't even see it as pride. Like, right. but it's so many other things. And then if you take the time to dig down deep, you realize that almost everything that you're dealing with, whether it be roundabouts or whether it be... Ouch. <laughs> whether I've gotten it, much better about roundabouts. Well, good. Yeah. You've gotten now, much better. Or yeah. is that pride yeah, coming out? A little out? bit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, now I'm, I'm moved on to merging onto 69 off of a ramp. You know, right. hit the, hit the 66, hit at speed limit, please, people. Okay? okay. Right. I'm sorry. Whether it be, I interrupted you. <laughs> no, whether it be like anything that is, so we can see it, or we pick, pick it up and we go, okay, this is sin. I see that as sin. But underneath it all is because I'm thinking a little too much about myself. Exactly. And it, it, it's, it's lots of things that, that we can look at. Mm-hmm. Is, is, you know, we talked about people pleasing. Yes. You know, there's some of us that you don't, you don't think about that being rooted in pride. But people pleasing is a part of it. I just want to be liked. Right. You I know, want people I, to think highly of me. Exactly. Um, there's, there's this whole comparison thing in our culture today. It is so easy to look at Facebook and look at all the highlight reels of everything that's happening out on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. and, and look at the great life that they are. And, and there's this jealousy that yes. gets up. Pride. Pride. 
exactly. It's underneath. You um, want to be in control. You that's, like... the, that's, to me, that's a big one. And, yeah. and I look at, in my life and, and some of the others around me, see, I can see, I can see control in other people's lives without any problem. But it, it, it's one of those things, you <laughs> know. Sure. Wanting to, to have the outcome, be in control of the outcome of, of everything from workplaces to your families to you name it. it is, Again, it's what I want. It, it, I want it to be... I want, I want to have control. I want to have, I want my day to look like this. And if anything gets in the way, I'm not happy. Exactly. And, and it's just like you said, we have to get to a point that we're willing to dig deeper in ourselves yeah. and say, okay, where is this showing up? Mm-hmm. Where, where is this whole thing hiding? Right. Yeah. So we said pride is often at the root of it, but sometimes it manifests in other ways. And one of those ways, a big way is with insecurity. And this was a, a real aha for me because too often we think insecurity is you're thinking so little of yourself that it can't be pride. So you think of things like, oh gosh, I'm just not good at that or I'm dumb or oh man, I'm so embarrassed about that or whatever. And you're just ripping yourself apart. But, but actually it is completely pride because you're thinking more of yourself. Exactly. And that... It, it's a twist on that it because is. you don't think of that being pride, but it no, obviously you're still it focusing on. I'm focusing on me. Yeah. And so I love one of my favorite C.S. Lewis quotes that really, really blew this away for me is humility is not thinking less of yourself, so not cutting yourself down. It's actually thinking of yourself less, less often. Exactly. <laughs> and again, it goes back to what we've been teaching for I don't know how many months and years now is that it's about other people yes it's going to be actually one of the the, the trevor's going to teach on that in the last the last week of the series is, yes. is about others and, and thinking uh, thinking of yourself less and the thing that happens with this whole whole pride is that there, not only does it manifest but there are some other areas of our lives that it starts affecting you know things yes like fear yes you know fear is, is can be an outcome of of a pride. Yeah, it comes out as fear. It comes out as anger. I don't know about you, but through all the division and all the posts on Facebook and social media and the news, anger is rampant. Um, it comes out in frustration or irritation. You start to feel that distress. You need to dig deep and find out, is this a pride issue? If, and you figure out, okay, here's how I'm feeling. This is, this is what I'm feeling. So what is the basis? Because a lot of times we just stop mm-hmm. at that. Yeah, I, I feel angry. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times, you know, I, I feel frustrated. I feel discouraged, whatever it is. So what is at the base of what that feeling is? Right, jump inside and see. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay myself out here on the table here. And I'm going to like share with you when I said that I was on this, I've been on this journey with God, here, here are a few things. There's many more, but here are a few things that he opened up. And, and when, once I said these things out louder in my mind, he stopped me in my tracks and he said, Kim, that's pride. And I don't think, Brad, this will be you at all because you're so humble, but let's see. It's true, you know, so here we go. Okay, so here we go. Um, honestly, I'd love you to be processing this yourself too. So here's the first one. I don't want to fail what will people think? So the, that in itself has stopped me from doing things for God because I was afraid, again, of what people thought. Another one, I, I, we talked about this a little bit. I don't want to lose control. What if something happens I don't want to happen? And I think this is pervasive in our lives today. Mm-hmm. It, it, and, you know, we, we joke a lot about it, you know, in our house, what have you, is you're just such a control freak. Mm-hmm. And it's, you're wanting to so desperately to keep everything together when... 
it's not our job to keep everything together. Right. And it's also, it's, it's a pride issue, it's also a trust issue at the same time. Absolutely. And, and when you're, you're taking that, when you realize, hey, this is my pride, I'm trying to control everything, I'm taking these things out of God's hands. He's right. the one that ought to be keeping everything in control. That's I ought to right. be trusting in him. You know, let myself go. And, and almost to a, to a point of, God, if everything falls apart around me. That's right. I'm okay with that as long as you are in it. That's right. That Absolutely. is a hard, that, that's, mm-hmm. I can't, I, I'm not obviously there. I mean, but, right. but it is getting to that point. Um, you know, God, my family is yours. You take care of them. I'm not going to try to control the issue. No matter what happens, I'm going to be okay with it. That's right. Tough, tough place to be. Oh, for and, sure. And tough place to get there. It's a, it's a process every single day. Um, okay, the next one. I don't want to disrupt my peace. So maybe there's something I need to like confront someone or I need to be honest and say no instead of say yes to someone. Um, I, need to, I need to jump into that and, and, and be okay if there's not peace that remains. Another one. I don't want to change. What if my life gets harder? <laughs> you know, and we talk about this a lot too here. And, and, and we'll just be honest. We don't hesitate pushing people to get out of their comfort zones. Right. It is, again, our culture and our society teaches us and, and encourages us to, to be not only self-sufficient, but, but makes life as comfortable as we can get it. Oh, and we, we try to get into we this. We want that. We love that. And, you know, and, and so, again, we can have this surface-level relationship with God mm-hmm. and be as comfortable and, and keep doing things the way, you know, and, right. and life is just a, 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 as easy as it can be. When we start getting into a point of our, a deep relationship with God, life is going to get uncomfortable. It will. And, and that... It, again, comes back to a, a pride thing. And, you know, I found myself going, do I want to, to wallow in this anger and, and frustration and, and friction in my relationships? Or do I want to dig deep, even though it's going to get ugly and harder for me, and um, actually then finding peace in some relationships? And it ends up costing you something. Always. You know, following God is one of those things that, just honestly, it's going mm-hmm. to cost you something. Right. It, it, it's not going to be the easy, easy road. Right. So here's some more. People, ugh, this is an ouch one. People are not doing, saying, posting, believing what I want them to because I am right. They are wrong. Everyone should agree with me. Ouch. Yeah, that is, <clears throat> that is where we are living today. Yes. And yes. as followers of Jesus, we, we have got to get this one Right, and it, it, it then it heads into the next one, which is my anger is righteous. <laughs> Remember, I'm talking about Kim here. I mean, y'all may have been here too, but I've thought that before. And I think that's we got to be very careful with with this one because mm-hmm. you know. And, and here's what I want you to understand: is that your position, your thinking, may be right. You know, it, it, it may not be, but let's just say that let's okay, say yeah, you are right. Mm-hmm. You can be right in a wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I didn't come up with that. One of my very best friends many, many, many years told me that mm-hmm. and, and said, you know, yeah, you can be right in, in a wrong way. And so we've got to be very careful with that. Yes. And I love this thing about righteous anger. And, and this is something that we don't have the answer to this exactly. But as we were discussing this, as we're looking through Scripture, every place I see righteous anger, it's God. Yep. Not humans. Nope. And, and we, we a lot of times say, well, I can be angry about this because I'm on the right side of this. I, I, that is reserved for God. Yeah. That is not reserved for us. And again, if you dig deep, 
you're going to see the times when I have said I've read something or someone did something and I get angry about it because I know I'm right. I dig deep and I go, it's not that I'm concerned about how it affects God and what he thinks. I'm concerned about myself. Say that again. That is powerful to make sure we get that. When I say, when I put, like if I see something on Facebook and I get angry that someone is believing a certain way or posting a certain way or, or, or agreeing with a certain whatever, and I know it's wrong and I, that righteous anger in me festers, I have to ask myself, am I really angry for God? Or am I really just angry for me? And it goes back to the basis of, of how we relate not to that person is, are we doing this out of, yeah. out of selfishness or are we doing it out of a love for right. them? Right. Because that's where God's righteous anger comes out of is, is a love for that person. I want to person. draw you closer to God. Exactly. Is that getting them closer to God or is it just I'm proving myself right? Yeah. That's tough stuff. And n- most of the time it's about me. To be honest. Absolutely. Oh, and then there's... I don't do that, but you're true. It is. Again, he's just here for the moral support. Exactly. You know, as she's bearing her soul about how she struggles with this, I just wanted to be here for her. (laughs) I will roll my eyes again and again. So, but um, this next one, friends, this one probably hit me the hardest. And as actually I was um, writing out this outline, I thought... God shared this with me, and this was probably the ouch, the ouchiest one for me. Um, I realized that this is, this is what, what I was saying. You should be where I am. You should be, and what I mean by that is, is, is as Christ followers or as those even just seeking out God right now, we're all on a path. We're all on a different path, becoming more like Jesus. And we're all in different places. But when I say you should be with me, that means you should believe what I believe at this moment. And if you saw me a year ago, I have changed my thoughts on a lot of things. As I become more like Jesus, my heart has been broken for things that I thought were a different way before. And so when I say you should be with me, you should hop around like I do. You should take the one step forward, two steps back. But what I'm really saying, Brad, this is so ugly. What I'm really saying is you should keep in step with Kim, not in step with his spirit. (laughs) You should keep in walking with Kim, not with God. And Yeah, and getting down to the basis of that, I mean, that that is the essence of what, pride is. You know, you should be where I am no matter what. And when you say that, you know, you've changed over the years, and I think we've asked our staff and, and leadership here, we ask ourselves the hard questions, and we wrestle with stuff yes. that we don't agree with. I mean, this, you know, there are areas of, of, of life that we as a staff have different opinions or, or thoughts on, right. and we wrestle with those in as much, and we do it out of we, we try as hard as we can to do it out of in humility right. where I'm thinking of you. I'm not again, trying to prove my point. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, and, and a lot of times what happens is, is we start, and I think we're going to talk about this in a little bit, is we start to try to find out where they're coming from. Absolutely. And ask the questions of what's their heart on this issue. Yes. And when we get to there, we start eliminating you've got to be where I, yes, I'm at. Yes, exactly. It's amazing stuff. So once we, we see all this you know, and see it clearly as it's all about me and my and I. 
once we see it for what it is and recognize that Satan truly is trying to, to divide us. He's like jumping with glee when we, when we sit in pride. Um, when we realize this, then we need to do what James um, mentioned in James 4.10, where he says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and to start that, you know, so the question would be, how do, how do I humble myself? Right. And I think the very first thing is you just, you got to understand, I need to confess and repent. Yeah. You got to find these areas, dive deeper in where, yes. where we are right now and say, okay, where is this affecting me? Where is this, this is my pride? Where is this selfishness? Where is it just me that's, that's, that I'm trying to satisfy, not God? Yeah. And confess it and repent of that. You've got to pull the Band-Aid off. You've got to see the ugliness of it. And the only way we can really do that is by laying it on the table with God. You know, the whole thing where I said that I realized that I was wanting people to walk with me and not God, um, I had to put that out there and I had to look at the ugliness of it. And I had to literally ask God to forgive me for that and say, God, I need your help turning from that and not doing that anymore. That's the confessing and repenting. Yeah. Uh, another thing, I, I love this one, is, is just be in awe of God. Mm -hmm. And I think we've lost that so much in society. Oh, yeah. You know, because we're so self-sufficient, because of, of, you know, we live in the West, we, we, we've got it all. Yes. We, we don't sit and, and, and look for where God is, is challenging us, where, where God is moving, mm -hmm. where God is working in, in our, not only our lives, but all around us. Right. And we don't stop to worship and we don't stop to be in awe. And, and I, get to, I get so busy with my schedule and things that you don't right. stop and think, look out to seek where God is moving and working. I tell you, I, I had one of those weeks this week. So it was just one of those things. That I, there were some times of discouragement. And coming in here and listening to Jake and the worship team this yes. morning, it was, it was exactly, it was just soothing. And I, and I just, and especially in the first service, I just sat back and, and said, God, you are amazing. Mm -hmm. And we've got to center ourselves. And that's one reason why, hashtag ad, come to church. It's, it's one reason why we love being here and together in corporate and, and seeing that. And then we, we actually talked to some people today that, that God was moving in their lives. And you, right. and you hear what, what they're being challenged with and being moved. And you think, God is, God is here mm. and he's moving. And man, it, just, it was powerful stuff this, this morning for me. Absolutely. We need to be with each other, worshiping God together, reminding each other of the holiness, the majesty, the righteousness, the 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 creator God. Friends, the reason why you're sitting here today is because of him. The reason why you take a breath yep. in the morning is because of him. Anything good in us Anything is God. In fact, that's our next verse. James chapter 1 verse 17 like says how I did that? You're amazing. <laughs> Every good and perfect gift is from above. Mm -hmm. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, Amen. who does not change like shifting shadows. And that's what we have to hold on to today, because everything is changing and shifting around us. Our roller coasters. It, it is. And, and, you know, and, and that's the other thing. You know, we have these days that, man, everything is great, and the next mm -hmm. day, the bottom is falling out. Yes. I've been on that roller coaster for the last year. So, you know, you think, oh, good news is happening. And then all of a sudden, guess what? This stupid new strain is coming out of yes. COVID. And here we are again. And, and it's just so, it can be so discouraging. But I love that. 
God, the heavenly lights who does not change like he shifting shadows. Change. We know that he is going to be there no matter what we're going he is through. He's on the throne. Doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. No. Doesn't mean everything's going to go away tomorrow, but we know that we can hold on to God is mm. so amazing and we stand in awe of him that he yes. has got this. He knows he knows where we're heading. Yes, we and and the honest again, this honest is something we need to practice every single day. The reason why I have done better at recognizing pride is because I have practiced worshiping him in the mornings. And if you have the YouVersion Bible app, I, I recommend it if you don't. But on the, on the first page, on the home page, there's a prayer section. And one of the first things it has you do is honor God. And I just recommend you getting yourself in the mindset so that when life starts to turn and it gets ugly at work or gets hard, you're reminded of who he is and what he's done. Yeah. So again, this verse we've been talking about, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. And I want to move to, we talked about, you know, how we can humble ourselves before God. Let's talk a little bit about how we can humble ourselves before each other. Yes. And, and I think it's so needed right it's, now. It's, sometimes it's easier to humble ourselves before God than other people because sure. we see so much ugly. Again, we see the ugly. Satan just opens it up loud and clear. Did you see that post? Did you see that person say this? Did you know they were doing that? And it, then it hides what's going on with us. And so God asks us to humble ourselves for other people. And again, humility is the glue that draws relationships close. The best way that I have found to humble ourselves before other people is listening. Yeah. And so another, another verse here. Um, I think it's out of James. My dear brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Mm. If we would just do that as followers of Jesus, can you imagine how much better place we'd be in? Yes. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Again, mm. and, and a lot of times we're thinking, you know, well, we have that righteous anger. No, that's God's righteous anger. That's right. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Slow to listen, or quick to listen, slow to speak. Slow to become slow to, angry. To be which again, angry. those things that distress your feeling inside... If you can take a look at it and you can stop and someone is saying something that's bothering you, you take a look at it and you really listen, listen to their heart. And a lot of times what we're doing, at least I just, this is what I do, is, is I'm listening to somebody, but what I'm actually doing is, is running the rebuttal in my mind. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm getting all my facts straight so that I can shoot you down, so that I can be right and you can be wrong. Instead that's pride. of truly listening. Instead of truly listening. Yes. And here's what I have found. And... And again, going back just to our staff and our leadership, and, and we have great discussions. I love our discussions that we have in the office and things. And, and what I have found is that if I truly listen to somebody, even if they are, I said this word in first service, vehemently opposed. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you said <laughs> a little, it very A little very pride well. there. Anyway, <laughs> I may be on the opposite end of how, who, whoever is speaking or how they mm-hmm. feel. I know how they feel or what have you. But if I truly listen to them, there is something inside of what they believe or yes. how they're acting or, or, or yes. their core that I'm going to say, I get that. And I understand that. We may have a different way of approaching it. We may have a different way of, of trying to settle it. I may think that your way of, of trying to get to the conclusion of this is not going to work. But I understand where you're coming from. And all of a sudden now, we've got grounds to work on. We're not at, we, we still don't see eye to eye, mm-hmm. but we see the, the process that we can, we can have these conversations. 
That's right. And, and, usually, and it changes everything. Usually at the core, we're really feeling the same thing. Yes. And there, I, I'm going to give an example. Um, years ago, I met with a couple and they were really struggling. Um, you know, we're really, really divided um, so many ways right now, especially everything's political, which we all know here it really isn't, but for some reason it has become very sure. political. And this sweet couple who loved each other and loved God dearly, one was extreme one way and one was extreme the other way. And the Holy Spirit spoke. It was incredible because he said, well, I just want to protect our people here. And she said, well, I just want to include those who need a home here. So you see the extremes? And the Holy Spirit spoke and I said, you're both loving people. Do you hear yourselves? Exactly. At the core of it, you're loving your neighbor. It's not that one is thinking bad and the other is good. Get to listen. And, and if you can get to that point, then you can start working and solving some of, yes. of those issues. And it all comes down to me is, and this is something we've challenged ourselves as a staff, is to ask questions. Yes. And again, we don't agree on everything. There's some, there's some right. you know, different opinions of, of different things going on in culture and society right now. Right. And, and we ask questions. I, I, this is a funny thing. We were, I don't think you were with us, but we were going to lunch the other day, and, and Bruce was, was with us, and, and he just tries to stir the pot on occasion. He thinks he's funny. He does. <laughs> he's <laughs> not, <true>. really. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. But we're, dri- we're driving, and he, he asked me this question, and he knows that it's going to be a, 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 a hot point. You know, he, mm-hmm. And he's expecting me to start ranting. Mm-hmm. You know, which I normally do, mm-hmm. but not this time. And I just asked him, I said, well, that depends on what you mean by that. Could you explain what you're saying? Ooh. And everybody in the car, Jordan's back there, is clapping his hands. Oh, he's got you. you know, and, 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 that's, and here's yes. what we found is that we can have those tough discussions. Mm-hmm. We can have those tough conversations coming from a place as long as we understand where yes. we're each coming from. And I think it's one of those things that we've got to start doing better as, as a culture, especially as Christians, is ask the yes. questions. Let's get down and listen to where, the, where, where are you coming from with this instead of just trying to shoot it down and being right. That's right. It's all pride. It is, truly is, and humility comes in listening. So we want to give you some next steps to work with this week's. And we've talked about all of them, but I'm just going to unpack them real quick. First off, dig deep. If you're starting to feel, if you're feeling insecure, if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're, you know, in any kind of distress, ask God to help you dig deep and find out what is really at the root of what is going on here in me. Could it be pride? And then the next thing um, to remember to sit in awe of who God is every single day day. I suggest in the morning, starting off and just going, God, help me to worship you, putting on a worship song, reading some of his words. And looking, and just looking for where he's moving and what he's doing yes. and being, th- and to me, what, what, that's the big thing is being thankful and praising him. There's always, I had to have a sign in my hallways that there's always, always, always something to be thankful for. Always. And I'm telling you, it changes your attitude uh, for mm-hmm. the whole day, if you start out that way, is God, this is what I'm thankful for. Yes, and this is so what he's doing. And again, it, it, like, it takes him and it puts him here and it, it puts me in the proper place. And that's worship. Yes. That is worship. And there's no better place than, than corporate worship. That's why the, these, this is so important for us to get together to worship. Know that, that's hey, right. you know, we're all struggling. We're all in, in, in the same boat. We have, we have issues. We may not agree on everything. But we can fundamentally say that the... the the main thing yes. is this almighty God that we all worship. Amen. That's good. Yeah, and so then the last thing to remember about listening, um, try that this week. Try 
to stop your mind to try to think of what you're going to say next or what you're going to post in a comment or read it. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you their heart. Listen to them and listen to their heart. And I promise you, it will be the glue that you will see relationships draw close. It'll, it'll start bringing it all together. So it's Absolutely. a huge thing. This is where it all starts. And I love, you know, I love you sharing your heart, and we all struggle with this. And, and I think this is the place that we can start to start repairing a lot of the, the hurt mm-hmm. and relationships that we have, not only with us and God, but with each other. It's yes. just amazing things. Yes. So uh, before Kim prays for us, I just want to encourage you. Uh, next week, I, I am really, I'm, I'm putting the pressure on Jordan. Jordan's going to be up here teaching next week on unity. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've talked a little bit about it. He's excited about it, and uh, I think it's going to be powerful. So do everything you can to get here, yep. watch it online, what, what have you. But I think it's going to be an amazing thing. So yes, why don't you right. pray, pray us out of here, Kim? All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, um, your precious Holy Spirit, God, I just um, thank you for this place. Thank you that you are here in the midst and that you are on the throne, that you are reigning, that you are superior. We are not superior. You are superior. We sit right now as we take a breath in awe of you and everything that you have done and and how far that you have brought us. Thank you that we get to be together to worship you. Lord God, I pray that each and every one of us here will, will continue this journey of humility that we will dig deep, that we will see everything from insecurity to anger or frustration or jealousy or people-pleasing or whatnot, God, to be um, have pride at the root. And Lord, I pray that we will humble ourselves in confession and repentance and humble ourselves with each other and just truly begin to hear each other's hearts. God, I pray in your name that you will convict us in ways we need to be convicted in this way and you'll help us to draw close to each other because of the humility that you've given the example to to be, God. In Jesus' precious name, amen.